0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, the SoBros Network proudly brings to you some in-depth movie discussion with our
0: resident film critic, Brandon Vick. Happy evening, everyone. The Vix Flicks Podcast is here.
1: Welcome back for another episode of the Vix Flicks podcast right here on the SoBros Network. We've got our minds right and our asses tight as we tackle episode 96 for you today. We are going to be breaking down all of the trailers, movie and television from Super Bowl 56 last night. It's your boy, the EIC at SobrosNetwork.com, Big Natural Stony Keely. You can follow me on Twitter at Stoney Keeley. Follow us collectively at Sobros Network on all major social media platforms. Joined as usual by the star of the show, the man whose namesake it bears, member of the Music City Film Critics Association and the resident film critic for Sobros Network, Brandon Vick, Brandon. How you doing today, man?
0: Mighty fine, mighty fine.
1: Do you have a, a food hangover today like so many people do? Food hangover and literal hangover, maybe.
0: You don't know. I don't. I really pace myself. You know, people are going to be probably surprised, but I didn't have a drop of alcohol yesterday.
1: Man, I I drop. did a number. I, I had a bottle of mint vodka that I uh, I took to Pound Town, and then we ate. We We thought we <laughs> would be smart, and we started with the veggie tray. So I got, you know, some broccoli Ease carrots, into it. celery, tomatoes in my system, <laughs> and then I think I probably ate an entire pound of cheese, and then we had, um, we made some wings, and mm-hmm. I, I made them Nashville hot.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And uh, I had some sauce left over, so I dipped a bagel in the leftover Nashville hot sauce and ate that. And oh, then okay. And then ate chili, and then we had some crumble cookie. Mm-hmm. And I felt like shit. I felt like, uh, I I don't know, I I felt like there was something in my body that was trying to claw its way out when I woke up this morning.
0: (laughs) That's quite a mixture of of food. I like how it started with a veggie plate, but that didn't really last long.
1: That gave us free reign, basically, is how we looked at it.
0: Well, I had a veggie plate. I think I could probably eat a pound of cheese (laughs) and some chili. (laughs) And you know yeah. some big ass cookies and oh. call it a day. Mm-hmm. Did you have soda pop?
1: I did not. No, I don't know I how stuck to.
0: I respect the fact that you just don't. You're, I you're went, not attracted to soda pop.
1: I went. I went cold turkey on all the uh, the real the real soda pops. Um, gosh, it's probably been. I could probably count the number of like real quote unquote sodas I've had in the last 10 years on on my hands on both hands.
0: Well, you know, I'm a fan of the sugar-free shit. Yeah. But I will yeah. tell you. Saturday, I go into my local Kroger and what do I see? Finally, Dr Pepper sugar-free is back in cans. Really? And we bought 7 cases of it.
1: So 7 12 packs.
0: Correct, because they had a Damn. deal. They had a deal it was less than $13 if you bought 4 of them anyway. Yeah. But I mean, It doesn't get any better than that.
1: I don't I can't remember the last time I've actually seen that anywhere.
0: You don't. And they actually had the little bottles and the cans and the two liters, I think, is what people have been drinking. But I told I turned to my wife and said, Finally, the world is back to normal. (laughs) COVID's over. We're done. That's how we know that we've
1: we've beaten COVID. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Super Bowl 56 today and the uh, the trailers that dropped throughout the night. Yeah. But before we do that, let's catch up on what you've been watching since our last episode. Have you seen anything good lately?
0: Well, you know, I have a review of Marry Me.
1: Yeah, that's up there. Jennifer Lopez,
0: yeah. Owen Wilson. Uh, I mean, it's one of the worst movies I've seen this year, and it's only February.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen too many positive things about it. I... and And even the positive things that I have seen are like... It's really good. It's really fun for what it is.
0: Yeah, no one's acting like, my God, what a remarkable rom-com they have finally come up with. They could have
1: just got this out a month earlier for the Oscar run. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's just so silly to begin with. And I've seen a lot of people talk about like, hey, listen, it's a lot of fun. And J-Lo and Owen Wilson have a lot of chemistry. I didn't see it. I thought it was kind of awkward between them. I felt like that wasn't... I miss the oh gray haired Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah we've I've we've seen that and uh, I saw now you want to talk about a rom com done right? There's one called I Want You Back that actually is on Amazon Prime now with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate and Scott Eastwood okay. and Gina yeah okay. Rodriguez and that's a good one. I actually quite enjoyed uh, I quite enjoyed that one. Um, but man, that's really I mean. It's really about it. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff coming out. I know upcoming is uncharted and I'm going to be yeah. seeing that, but, um, uh, but yeah, I think everyone's just trying to get to Marge, <laughs> make it through this
1: dry st- stretch make it that through. Yeah. We, we talked about on this podcast a, a month or so ago. Um, Yeah, I've been trying to catch up on my uh, Oscar noms. Mm -hmm. I want to try and see as much of the field as I can. At this point, I've seen five of the Best Picture nominees. I watched Belfast on Saturday night. I loved it. I I see why everybody talks about that movie just having so much heart within it. Really good. Uh, We were going to go see Licorice Pizza on Saturday night. It's Mm. playing at Regal Providence here in Mount Juliet. There was an eight ten screening, but we went to dinner beforehand. And the hourglass ran out on us. We were, we got there with about an hour and 15 minutes to spare. And I knew we were going to be cutting it close. They told us it would be 15 minutes before a table. And then it ended up being closer to like 25, 30 minutes before we got seated. And then by the time we got our food, I didn't like, we're sitting there trying to like, looking at the clock and it's like eight o'clock and the screenings at eight ten, And I'm like, I don't want to just shovel this pad tie down and chug this IPA just to make it to this screening. Yeah. So we eventually threw up the white flag and surrendered and decided to come home and watch Belfast instead.
0: If you would have gone to Riverfront Tavern, you would have been in and out in no time.
1: That's true. Or, Big uh, mistake. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. The Thai Samurai was crowded. I, I don't think we'd have to worry about that at Riverfront Tavern.
0: No, you wouldn't have. But I, I hope you guys get to see it. But you've seen half.
1: Well, you've yeah. Seen half. And we are... We are planning we made a plan to kind of scrap our Valentine's Day date plans that night and maybe go Friday night. So that's okay. what we're we're planning. I haven't looked at any of the screenings, but I know like Providence is is showing a lot of the best picture nominees again. They're, I don't know if it's like a they're all
0: coming back because yeah. of the Oscar noms. Yeah.
1: So there there was a screening of Belfast and mm-hmm. Nightmare Alley that night and uh something else. I can't remember. You but.
0: watch Nightmare Alley?
1: I haven't watched it yet. It's on HBO Max. Man, uh, Stephen McCash and I went down to Mobile uh, for the Senior Bowl a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and we were walking through the entertainment district down there right downtown in Mobile, Alabama. They've got a really sick, old-timey theater right there in the middle of all the bars and restaurants, Mm -hmm. and like you could smell the popcorn when you walked by it, and they were playing Nightmare Alley, Mm. but there's only two screenings. It was like 2.30 in the afternoon and 7 o'clock at night at night. night. And I was like, "Damn! If we had like an extra day to come do this, and uh, I, that would be really cool. Well, that right, would that would have been the perfect spot to see I that agree. kind of movie." I in. agree. Yeah.
0: Well, right now, and as far as I know, they're still showing. I know it's at AMC, but they're showing the black and white version, mm. which I, which I know, friend of the brand Sean, president, yeah, Music City sure. Film critic, they went to see it at Belcourt, and really dug it. And uh, but I thought that would be kind of neat to. To see as well, but you should watch it. I'm so happy that it got a Best Picture nomination.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's actually it's available on HBO Max or yeah. Hulu. No, isn't no, isn't
0: it HBO Max? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I I'd like to cross that one off the list too. That looks looks really good. Uh, what, what did you think doing? about the Oscar noms? We didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, last week. You
0: know what? I wasn't really disappointed in that much. Um, I think a lot of people were mad that um, I always butcher his name. But the director of Dune Part One, Denise Denis. v- Vin- Denis
1: Villanueva. Villeneuve.
0: That sounds good.
1: That's what we need, Sean. Here, just to yeah. just to let us know, he he got us corrected when we talked. about We're really
0: about the, good at just butchering people's names, but yeah, hopefully they know is. what I'm talking about. But yes, mm-hmm. um, I was a little disappointed that Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated for Best Supporting Actor for yeah, Licorice sure, Pizza. I sure. thought that would happen. Best Supporting Actress was a. Uh, was a real mind boggler. Judy Dench got in for Belfast, which yeah. I love Judy Dench, but the mother, um,
1: Katrina Belf. Thank you. Yeah.
0: She really deserved that. I nomination. thought so too. She was so good. She really deserved she was so it. Good. So I was a little disappointed in that. But overall, I kind of felt like, okay. Like, I think the, a nice surprise was, well, for me, Nightmare Alley and Best Picture. Yeah. That was nice to see. Um, I am a little surprised, and I know a lot of people have enjoyed it, but. The whole West Side Story thing is is is, is, is kind of crazy. It was yeah. not for best picture. Spielberg got nominated for best director. Ariana DeBose got direct um, got nominated for best supporting actress, who I, I'm pretty sure she's the favorite to win um, up to this point. But um, I read an awesome thing. But there was a lot of like newcomers, where like Kristen Stewart, a yeah. lot of people that had yeah. never been nominated before, which is nice. But um, That Steven Spielberg is the first director to be nominated in with every decade, the past six decades. Holy shit. So tell me he's not a legend. I mean, my God, he is movies. He is movies.
1: Do you, what did you think about uh, a lot of people thought Tick Tick Boom got the shaft in the best picture category? You know, I.
0: I do like I could see it replacing one of the nominees for Best Picture, but I do think the person that needed it the most was Andrew Garfield, which he got. So yeah. I'm not completely sad about it. Um, I am kind of interested in how this plays out because people have been talking where it's kind of Will Smith's Oscar,
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: But I kind of thought Benedict Cumberbatch would get it, so yeah. we'll see. But uh,
1: I I was not. I was not a fan of King Richard.
0: I was a, f- you know what's funny? I was a fan of Will Smith and King Richard. Yeah. But King Richard itself is not as great as I think some people have have built it up. But if Will Smith wins it, I don't. I don't think I'd be that upset. But to me, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, deserves it. I personally. I think you
1: could also. I was not the biggest fan of "Don't Look Up" either. I think either, I wasn't
0: a big fan of that either. Either I, of
1: those two, I think you could have put you could have put "Tick Tick Boom" in over.
0: That was in Best Picture, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the one that could have been uh, replaced, and no one probably would have had an issue with it. Yeah. But I I I agree, and I think what which I mean I don't know how much this hurt your heart, but um, the fact that House of Gucci. Was totally left out. Made me smile.
1: The only one that I thought, I really thought Lady Gaga would get a nomination.
0: Honestly, because of the previous nominations, like from SAG and Golden Globe and BAFTA, I thought she would. So I was kind of surprised that she didn't. But I was going to laugh if Jared Leto got in.
1: (laughs) Jesse Plemons got in for The Power of the Dog. yes. That was a a big win. and his
0: wife, Kristen Dunst.
1: Yeah, that's just... uh... Crazy. I think it.
0: I think it was awesome. Which listen, that was my second favorite, very close first favorite. But the fact Benedict, Kirsten, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith Maffei, Jane Campion, yeah. everybody, everybody got it. In. So I feel like Netflix could walk away with Best Picture. This is their best chance.
1: Yeah. All right, Brandon. Well, we're gonna take our first commercial break of the show, and when we get back, we're gonna talk about some uh, super Super Bowl trailers. From Super Bowl 56, what dropped during the big game last night? Before we do, let our listeners know where they can follow you on social media.
0: On Twitter at SirBrandonV, hashtag VixFlix, most up to date movie reviews, and of course at VixFlixPod.
1: We will be right back on the VixFlix podcast. Back here on the VixFlix podcast, Stoney and Brandon chatting about the Super Bowl trailers from Super Bowl 56 last night. Brandon let's let's start the um s- some big blockbuster trailers that dropped last night. Let's start with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. What did you think of that one releasing on May 6, 2022?
0: I feel like that's the one if people say, "Hey, what's the one preview movies television you remember?"
1: I think that's it's the one. Probably yeah. that
0: one. There was a lot of excitement about a voice you heard.
1: Yeah, and that the could have been part of the back of the head that you might have right. seen.
0: Um, I so it, it was kind of weird because they showed parts of it, and then you know you can kind of go and see the full trailer. Which the full trailer revealed a little more. Yeah, than I think what people saw if you're um, watching the Super Bowl. But I mean, I'm all in. I love the first Doctor Strange. Me too. I think a lot of stuff that we've seen in the past year has been building up. To this mm-hmm. madness of mul- the multiverse of madness, and also Sam Ramy getting back into it. Yeah, he did the Spider Man, mm-hmm. and but so I feel like it's all kind of it kind
1: of feels like, in a way, we're we know that we're a long way from another Avengers movie, but this yeah. kind of feels like an Avengers movie in the sense that this is what a lot of stuff over the last couple of years with Marvel and the MCU has been building towards.
0: And you see with uh, the Scarlet Witch, right? And with WandaVision. And you yeah. know that that obviously mm-hmm. will will play a part. But I also really kind of like the different stuff in, I, in the uh, Disney Plus show, the animated one. Yeah, what if? And so that kind of hints at it. I, I read something the other uh, yesterday that there is a Doctor Strange, but I think it's the... Um, he has gray in his hair, but it's like the Avenger... Or the something that I guess is in comic books that they referenced in the preview. I do remember. I know what you're talking. Is about it like that... it's like the protector? Yeah. I think is what they call yeah. it. But um, I think there's a lot to digest in just the trailers. And I think for something like this, Doctor Strange came out what in 2017, I think. So it's been a while. Yeah. And so to see some people come back and everything else, it's, Mordo
1: is in the in the trailer. Yeah, I think
0: it's it's pretty it, exciting stuff, and it's also hinting at what can come through, which is Spider-Man No Way Home is kind of yeah. It opened our eyes, right? And so
1: And Shang Chi for that matter, but well, yeah, the end of yeah, Shang Chi right. and the Legend of the Ten and Rings. So
0: and then these rumors of like Tom Cruise as Iron Man might show yeah, up and stuff like. I'm kind of up for it. And then we talk about the voice and maybe this opens up a whole nother thing. So yeah, come May, people are people are gonna be pretty, pretty jacked about it. And I think the preview and I we saw the poster, the new poster of it, and yeah. I'm like, it's 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 pretty um all of it honestly is pretty sublime because if you're not excited about it, then you're a it, dead son of a bitch.
1: It really it really felt like they kind of leaned leaned into the uh the horror aspect of the story there yeah. was some like really kind of mind bending shit in that trailer
0: which which they've said that this is the closest marvel has gotten to a horror movie before yeah. and again sam rammy being a part of it it's kind of like you know what i i think it's a match made in heaven i think we're yeah. going to see a totally different kind of marvel movie and i'm very interested in where it takes um Doctor Strange. And I like the Scarlet Witch where I do something.
1: Oh, that was a great line. But you
0: do it and you're a hero. And for yeah. me, it seems unfair. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're really like...
1: Some parallels yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I dig it. Uh, let's let's stay with Marvel and, and flip to the television side of things. Coming to Disney Plus on March 30th, 22. Yeah. You don't have to wait as long for Moon Knight as right. you do Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Brandon, I don't know about you, but Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, this series reportedly going to push the boundaries of what they can do on Disney Plus. I'm all in on Moon Knight.
0: Me too. It's yeah. violence, most violent supposedly that yeah. Marvel has has gone to. Um, you said it. Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke is enough for me to yeah. to be totally intrigued by what this series will do, but um, you know, in the preview for this one, actually showed a little more. Saw a little more of Ethan Hawke kind of getting in on the action. Yeah, um, yeah. so I think there, I'm, I think there's still kind of this intrigue of what he really is and and the character that he portrays, and I think it might be kind of a mix of. Maybe that's a what, couple of things. Yeah, that's
1: what we've talked about before. Marvel has done in the past where like, you know, I, well, I'll just we'll put it out in the open now. Like the, the rumor is that he is going to play Dracula. Right. But like, do we even know if Marvel has the rights to use the term right. Dracula? So Which this, I don't think it does. Yeah. But
0: it probably is easy to kind of sprinkle some other stuff in there. Tweak and make, a few characters yeah.
1: together and name him something else. Which, yeah. If I'm
0: not mistaken, I think that's kind of what happened with Whiplash.
1: Yeah, in Iron Man Two, Mickey Rourke's character, and yeah, so, I, Crimson Dynamo, a, Whiplash, kind right. of and tossed the Mandal- together. And, yeah. and the
0: Mandalorian,
1: huh? The Mandalorian. I'm sorry, Star Wars? Is that Star Wars? Was <laughs> <laughs> it the Mandarin? The Mandarin. Yes. They, you the know, Mandarin. they
0: messed with mm-hmm. us there. So, um, I'm all in. I yeah. I know uh, we'll actually be together when it comes out, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited to see it. And so, I think that the 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 preview they showed gives you a little more of a taste i don't think it revealed a whole lot but at the same time i do think it is something that i think everybody's interest is 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 peak and the peak, uh,
1: the comic book lovers will um be thrilled to know that there are they are going to do both versions of the suit in this show they've shown stills of the um I remember the name for it, but it's like the hood and the uh, the buttoned up yeah. Suit, yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, and tie, yeah. But they're also doing like the traditional cape and the hood and the glowing eyes and that sort of thing, well, too.
0: my wife said basically Moon Knight is a, is a magical mummy.
1: Magical mummy. Um
0: <sighs> She sent that to the rest of the family, and I think people are just being nice and saying, yeah, okay. But I you think know, there's
1: more to it. I, I think there's more to it, too. I've never thought of it that way, but there but it are... it looks like it, it could be. It looks like it in the previews, yeah. Yeah, I, I had always kind of said, it's kind of like, we're getting really nerdy on this show now, but it's kind of like if, like, Batman and Deadpool had a baby that was schizophrenic, or not schizophrenic, I'm sorry. That's I'm a psychology major. I should know better than this. Yeah, how that. dare you? Multiple personality mm, disorder. Okay, okay, That's That's more of what Moon Knight is, and... Really interesting character, one of my favorite comic book characters um, that I read on a regular basis. Now I can't wait.
0: I think they have. <clears throat> I think the story, the actors. I think is. I think this has a chance to make as big of a splash as Wandavision did.
1: What do you think of Ethan Hawke's hair in this show? Lovely. Yeah,
0: he shampoos. Lovely.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, Absolutely. Definitely. What are What are you placing your bet on? Whether Ethan Hawke is going to be a vampire and we're mm-hmm. going to start getting down that path with which we know Blade is to come. Yeah. And the the Black Knight, the post credit scene mm-hmm. in the Eternals, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. We know that's coming. Sure. Or do you think it's we're going the werewolf route because we know that there's going to be a werewolf by night series coming?
0: You know, I don't know. I, I feel like someone which, you know, Ethan Hawke has gone on record to kind of saying stuff about the superhero genre, yeah. I feel like there has to be something more than just what this series will offer mm-hmm. and that he plays a bigger role in something. So whether that's the vampire or the werewolf part of it, yeah. I do think there is something that he has latched onto that is going to be different, but also a character that he hasn't done before, mm-hmm. but that there's it's more complex than just a simple villain, in and out, done with the show, see you later.
1: Yeah. I, I just know it's Ethan Hawke, and I'm all in. Yeah, and I, him I think, and
0: Oscar Isaac, which I yeah. think is the perfect. I know people really loved his performance as Apocalypse, but <laughs> this is his like for him. I think it's also kind of a redemption tale of something that is a character that I think is going to push the boundaries mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the MCU, and this is. I feel like it's only the beginning.
1: I was just about to say, I feel like Moon Knight is going to be like the first little crumble we get for something much bigger. That's a bigger storyline on down the road. Yeah, um, I agree. This isn't Super Bowl related, but what do you think of the uh, the speculation that Norman Reedus is is going to play Ghost Rider?
0: Hey, listen, I'm into it. I I'm guess. into it as yeah. well. Yeah, I ate his restaurant in Chattanooga. So
1: nice. That's yeah. all. That's yeah. That's what he's. That's known all for. you
0: need. Which I don't know. I mean, parts of me feels like just.
1: Maybe let Nicolas Cage just run wild. I mean, you're doing all this multiverse shit. Yeah. What if Nicolas Cage shows up in the next Doctor Strange movie and he as could. Ghost Rider? Do not yeah. bet against that, that he Man, could. Like, people Nicolas saying, Cage and Tom Cruise, awesome. People said that they tried to get Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine for this. Like Here's a the cameo. thing about
0: that. I Logan was my favorite movie of that year. It's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I really, truly feel like Hugh Jackman nailed it. It's like winning the Super Bowl, retiring on top. I don't I would never fucking touch that character again.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. So what what do you think these two trailers from Super Bowl 56 did to kind of raise the profile of each property? Do you think people are more excited for Moon Knight and the next Doctor Strange movie?
0: I You know what? That's a tricky question because I think because of the properties the excitement's there. You really, I it's it's to me, it's kind of like, for instance, let's let me use the example of the Batman. You don't really need to do a a preview of the Super Bowl to get people excited because people already know Mm -hmm. audiences who want Mm -hmm. it, crave it, need it, excited about it already know. Mm -hmm. Um, Did it win over anybody? Probably not, but I will say, in the case of Doctor Strange, they revealed just enough to get people talking about something else. Yeah. And it's only going to build up from here. So in the end, yeah, sure. I think you got more people excited, but I mean, honestly, you could have shown a preview in January and this month, and that would have been perfectly fine.
1: Jurassic world dominion yeah. coming out June 10th, 2022. They're bringing back all of the old heads for this one. Yeah. All the classics. Um, I just I don't know I don't know where I'm at on this one, Brandon. I don't know. What do you think of it?
0: I'm I'm kind of with it, and I'll tell you why. Because I didn't mind Jurassic World. I thought I did a nice job of kind of reintroducing people to what yeah. Jurassic Park was for us as kids. Uh, you know, the Fallen Kingdom is all right. It's it, it's not the best, but I do think bringing in tying in the OGs of it mm-hmm. that nostalgia always has its effects. Um, and it works for the most part, um, but the fact that this is the last one, I think it's enough to say, yeah, you know what, I will go see it. And yes, Chris Pratt and what they've done hasn't been bad. And then you bring in, you know, Fallen Kingdom brought in Jeff Goldblum, right? And now you got the other two. So I, I think they're, I think it's pretty clever in what they're doing and trying Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, and we're going to make this a whole, um, yeah. Why not go see the last one and call it a day, right? Well, that's
1: that's where I, I think I'm at with it is like, you know, I don't know what the summer blockbuster season is even going to look like this wow. year. Um, it's coming out in June. Um, saw the first two. I liked the first one of this trilogy, the Jurassic world Trilogy. yeah, uh, the Fallen Kingdom, not so much, but um you gotta you gotta finish the job at the very least. I don't know. They say this is the last one. Do you believe them? No. No, I don't either.
0: Now, it's the last one that Sam Neill, Lauren Dern, and Jeff Goldblum will do, and even Chris Pratt? Perhaps.
1: So we were talking about when it came on yesterday, like, supposedly this is the last one until they want to reboot the entire property that's in about five happen. years. Yeah.
0: It's that reboot thing. I don't think you'll see all of these characters together. Yeah. But what's that reboot look like? And yeah. if you try to redo Jurassic Park, I don't know. I don't think I'm in it. I think this is kind of my end on, okay, cool. You've been able to get the whole gang together. But I don't yeah. think in five years when you try and act like it's totally new, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to buy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we got the superheroes and the dinosaurs out of the way. Hell so yeah. we're going to take this opportunity to take a commercial break, pay some bills. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the rest of the trailers we saw during Super Bowl 56 here on the Vix Flicks podcast. Back here on the Vix Flicks podcast, Stony and Brandon wrapping things up, talking about all of the trailers we saw as a part of the big game yesterday, Super Bowl 56. Brandon, one that I think had everybody talking that I don't know how many people saw coming. We're talking about Jordan Peele's Nope coming out July 22nd. What did you think of the trailer?
0: Pretty creepy. Sort of scary.
1: It took a turn. I didn't expect it to take. I thought it was going to be more of like psychological thriller. And then it looks like, no, this is going to be like flat out horror.
0: And like invasion
1: yeah right yeah which
0: i kind of dig but i'm going to tell you but based off of get out and us this movie is i have a feeling is still going to have a message underneath it all
1: well it's it's right? kind of the, the the hallmark of the jordan yeah, Peele brand that's right? how he works yeah uh
0: but i do kind of like the whole kind of invasion thing it's different yeah. than the psychological thriller which definitely get out in us as um as a part of so man he he's kind of become the guy we're like say his name and you you have our attention
1: yeah and, and it's we've talked about guys like that on this show before like christopher nolan comes to mind where it almost doesn't even matter what the movie is about yeah. you can just say the new film from Christopher Nolan and there's people that are going to show up. And I think you're right, man, because that was something I noticed in the trailer. I was like, they've already got it like from Jordan. (laughs) Right. Like you, you know, that's a brand that you're going to get. One thing I really liked about the trailer is just how, how much was left to the imagination. It's like he, he tells you that this is going to be really fucking creepy, but you still don't really know exactly what's happening. Right. And, and part of that confusion, that that vague feeling you get from watching the trailer makes it even more terrifying.
0: Which is something that in this day and age doesn't always happen. You know, I think there's a lot of times where people say, yeah, they, you know, they showed the best shit during the, during the trailer, right? Yeah. But I think they're doing it smart. And I think that the way that Jordan Peele operates... That's how you do it. Yeah. You give them just enough, and you know people are watching because of the Super Bowl. And yeah, I think I think he's kind of entering a different, kind of a different kind of area. Yeah, because there is this like invasion type, but I definitely think there's going to be something more to it. And I think it's going to be one of those that you won't really know until you until you see it, which is yeah, which is sure. the beauty of it.
1: For sure. What did you think of Get Out and Us?
0: I really enjoyed them. Uh, Get Out.
1: I liked a little more than Us. Get Out kind of felt revolutionary, yeah, at the time, and something really different and trailblazing.
0: Us had it was kind of different, but I still enjoyed it. I think for the most part, Lupita Nyong'o was fantastic in her dual role, yeah. and it undeniably deserved a nomination. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I've I've dug it, so I'm all in on this one. I think, and, and I kind of like the title. Nope. And I think we can all relate. Like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No, thanks.
1: That was uh, that was great. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, the Lost City coming out March 25th. Brandon, I don't know how <laughs> I feel about this one because my gut reaction was, this looks so fucking stupid. Why would they waste money on a Super Bowl ad for this? But by the end of the trailer, I actually caught myself thinking like, this might actually be kind of fun.
0: I that's the thing. I I do think it'll be fun, and I think the charm of Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock is yeah. is very much the part of is is a part of the selling. Yeah. Um. But also, I mean, anytime Brad Pitt shows up in anything, and
1: he's funny. he delivers,
0: Yes, he he he's very much in
1: on the joke, and, and so Daniel I, Radcliffe presumably pay, playing sounds the like the
0: villain. I, I'm all in. I think it's one of those that coming out in March, I don't think it should be taken seriously, but I do think it could be kind of a fun action-adventure that, that is funny, and it, it, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I came away from the trailer thinking, like, that's a nice little appetizer for summer blockbuster season. Yeah. Because that's kind of right what into it feels it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. is like a big action comedy with some, you know, A-listers yeah. in it. And uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I I, I feel like... I feel crazy for saying this, but I feel like Channing Tatum has some underrated comedic timing and some of the stuff that he's done before. Yeah. And while it it kind of looks campy on the surface, I feel like he's done enough to earn my trust that this could actually be entertaining.
0: Yes. And he's been gone for a little bit because yeah. dog comes back. So sure, yeah, I think 2022, you'll see more of them. But it's kind of got that feel, which I will say I wasn't hugely impressed by it, but it's got that kind of that jungle cruise. Like there's that it adventure, yeah. but you know comedy will be mm-hmm. a part of it and this mismatch between the actor and the actress. But I think there's enough there that I think it'll still be pretty damn enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And and like you said, March 25th feels like the perfect spot for a movie yeah. like this. And
0: I think people will go. I yeah. think I think that they'll enjoy it.
1: What about uh, the Adam Project dropping on Netflix March eleventh? The same people behind Free Guy. And yeah, Free Guy was a pleasant surprise yeah. last year as well.
0: I really uh, enjoyed that.
1: Ryan Reynolds. This one looks pretty fun.
0: They yeah, Netflix kind of did their whole thing. Kind of got a lot of A listers in there, and they showed some little bit of uh, Knives Out two and some other stuff. Yeah. But the Adam Project, I think, was kind of like it was their commercial. I'll be honest, man, it seems actually better than what I. Thought it would be.
1: Do you think some of the goodwill that was was bought with Free Guy helps for something like this?
0: Yes, and I think there's a lot of momentum from that. But yeah. I do think, like, not only have Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds, but I think there's. It seems like there's a lot of heart to it. Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo is also in yeah. it, and I feel like there there's a lot to it. Where I kind of feel like when it's all said and done, and you watch it, I think there's. I think there's going to be a lot more to it than. Probably what we assume with a Ryan Reynolds-led movie.
1: Yeah, I, I I feel like he is in the same category as Dwayne Johnson at this point, in that yeah, they can put out they they're still capable of putting out a stinker, yeah. But for the most part, you know, at least you're going to get something entertaining. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah. And I think that's what Red Notice is all about.
1: Well, yeah. That's a perfect example with uh, both There's of them. There's nothing. Yeah.
0: They don't surprise anybody.
1: And they don't try to either. No. They just they no. they know their lane. They stick no. to it kind and, of deal. But
0: I will say, and I don't want to open up this can of worms, but that does bring up kind of the conversation of the type of actors John Cena and Batista are.
1: Well, because
0: yeah. they do different shit, and I think that as far as like showing the range, I think Rock has gotten pretty comfortable.
1: Well, we we have said it on this show before the question of you know the the Rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. looks much bigger now, and it and it feels insane to even suggest that Batista is uh, ahead of him yeah but i think the take that we had was that by the time the dust settles on both of their careers i think people will look back on both of them and they will say that dave batista was the better actor better
0: actor and the rock was much richer yeah that's, that's basically yeah. how it's gonna be great
1: great way to put it there um so yeah did you did i ask you adam project thumbs up thumbs down
0: I I think thumbs, thumbs up. I thumbs think up? Th- I okay. think it's a lot more interesting yeah. than what we might realize.
1: I hope. April 8th we've got a couple of releases that had trailers during the Super Bowl last yeah. night and I realized that I don't know the proper way to say ambulance. Is it ambulance, ambulance? I think it's ambulance. Ambulance. I never thought about how I say that word. I just say it like, you know, call the ambulance. Call
0: that ambulance.
1: Yeah, ambulance.
0: Um I actually think there's some real hope for it. It is directed by Michael Bay. I think you if you know what if you know what Michael Bay does well, you what you see is what you get but yeah. I will say Jake Gyllenhaal... Jake Gyllenhaal. I, you can't I can't not be interested any time that he's a part of that so I think it's probably a straightforward kind of action movie, but I do think that it has a chance to be pretty good. I don't know if you know it'll be remembered by the end of the year, but I do think it might. It might kind of be entertaining and exciting for what it is.
1: Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't miss. I mean, even in Hell movies, no. any, even in movies that aren't that good, he is good in them.
0: Yeah, no, he's
1: he's a guaranteed. So I'm I'm winner. in. Yeah. I'm in anything that he does, I'll watch it.
0: But I will say, this kind of feels like more of Michael Bay, like a pain and gain, than it is like his other like over the top action shit. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking, like, okay, this this. Really might have, mm-hmm. you know, something
1: to it. So yeah.
0: I'm I'm excited to see it.
1: And then of course we've got Sonic Two.
0: Yeah. Which I didn't hate the first one.
1: The the first one was one of the one of the early pandemic era movies oh, that yeah. was kind Yeah,
0: of yeah, yeah. Right before shit happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, that people were paying 30 bucks to watch at home kind of deal.
0: But here's the thing, man, knuckles and tails are both involved, which yeah. if anybody's ever played the game, they're they're a very intricate part of it. I personally like that Jim Carrey is kind of the nineties Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's going yeah. He's going for it. I think now he's kind of got that appearance of what we kind of consider to be that main villain. I mm-hmm. think he's really having fun with it. So I think it's kind of harmless stuff. And honestly, I I I would probably go see it. I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I gotta I gotta catch up on the first one. I never saw the first one. But oh. Oh, it's shame on, on you. It's on one of the streaming services now. I can't remember which one, but I was like, I got to watch that because of the positive reviews that it got. And it started yeah. out with a meme because people were making fun of Sonic's teeth.
0: Right. And then they changed it and people yeah. went to see it and it, I'm happy for it to be a it sequel. It was a hit. It was a yeah, hit. I think it'll be an enjoyable um will an enjoyable watch.
1: The uh the last one we're gonna switch back to the television side of things. Yep. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, dropping September second. Yeah, I think the, is that too far in advance to to start getting people aware of it, or do you never. think never? Okay. Never. Okay, I just it's feel like beginning. I'm gonna forget about it until uh, they, until then.
0: Amazon will make sure you. They don't, won't let me. Yeah, well, they well, all the not. money
1: they poured into this series, uh, they can't let people forget no. about it.
0: And I feel like that near though they've shown a trailer before. Mm-hmm. This one really, I think, kind of opened the doors.
1: Listen, I, I'm more. in. I'm in on it. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. It was not a hit at our Super Bowl viewing party. <laughs> uh, Stephen McCash, our friend, host of Drinking With, uh, which reminds me, we got to finish. We got to talk about the mm-hmm. after the uh, after the show. We got another mm-hmm. day of recording coming up, but he and his wife were not fans of it. I don't think my fiance is uh, a fan of the Lord of the Rings movie. The mm. the trailer reaction at our Super Bowl viewing party was kind of like, "Oh god, more Lord of the Rings." And I'm just like, "Man, y'all are y'all are missing out. I'm I'm in on this one."
0: Uh, I am too. I am not I've I haven't read a thing by Tolkien. Um, I really enjoy the Lord of the Rings. I'm not a huge fan of the Two Towers, but Fellowship of the Ring Return of the King, huge fan of. Um, you know, I'm not too down about The Hobbit either. I it, it didn't deliver quite, but I think The Lord of the Rings set the bar really high. Mm-hmm. Peter Jackson did a tremendous job. But you know what? I think a show about it is probably the next best thing. I don't, you know, because yeah, if sure. you think about doing a, another set of movies, you know, but I think a, a show like this, it's kind of... If I'm not mistaken it kind of takes you back before everything we've seen.
1: Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, sorry. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties here so, with Brandon's intestines.
0: So I think like it's interesting enough and I think though a lot of the shows that the streaming giants have have put out is is more than worthwhile and you know I mean I think the main thing is which I think you can kind of see from the previews is I think their budget is uh Pretty damn high, but I it could deliver. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to underestimate it because that's a huge property and I think there's a lot to do. And it being a show might be the best direction for it, I think.
1: So, which of these trailers that we've talked about tonight got you the most hyped for the eventual release of these projects?
0: You know, if I if I was being honest, it's probably, um, Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange or Nope?
1: I, I would go with Nope and Moon Knight.
0: I, I, I think Nope offers something like you uh, addressed earlier of something that we just don't quite know yet. And there's yeah. some excitement in that. And I think with Doctor Strange, you don't really know, but I think the fact of how long it's been since Doctor Strange has had his own and this kind of buildup of that horror, being a part of the horror genre. I showing think kind a little of got of that yeah. In this I think it's yeah. gotten the most attention and rightfully so.
1: I I will say that uh, I think the ones that I didn't really know a lot about before the Super Bowl but yeah. got me intrigued about each movie was The Lost City and The Atom Project. Not knowing really anything about either of those films, and then seeing the trailer kind of made me think like, "Ah, huh, well, maybe have to check those out." And I think that yeah. is effective marketing.
0: Yeah. And I think Netflix did a great job because they kind of gave you a tease, but then showed you the one that's up, that's coming up next. And I'm, I'm with you on that. I, you know, with Ryan Reynolds and stuff, you never know. And the Adam Project, yeah. and you know, it's kind of a sci-fi uh, action movie. But I do think it, it, after watching that, I think for me, I kind of noticed, hey, I think there's something more to it. And I don't think it's something quite there. just this action comedy kind of thing. And uh, and listen, Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Gardner, I mean, listen, those are welcome talents that can only add to the movie. So I, I'm with you on that one.
1: There you go. Well, you got any uh, parting shots before we get out of here then?
0: No, I, I, you know what? To me, I felt like the first half really got hit with these. And then the second half, I don't think I saw any TV no, got or movie a little, ones. No, got
1: a little quiet. I, I don't uh, know if maybe there's some sort of science analytics yeah. behind it where people are more engaged in the first half than the second half or what?
0: But I, I was actually kind of happy to see with most, most of those. There were some that I don't think needed it, and so they kind of stayed away from it because I th- believe it was like seven million dollars for a, a commercial. That's but wild. Um, you know, like for instance, I mentioned the Batman. You don't need you don't need to do Super no. Bowl. You have got no. enough. When
1: well, they did some DC thing where they did like all of their oh, yeah, heroes in one thing, right. and I guess I guess that, that counts. That counts.
0: Um, but no, I was kind of happy with the ones that they showed and kind of like gearing you up towards uh, yeah. towards some cool stuff. So sure. no, I, I think they did a good job. And the people that spent the money, is hopefully it was well spent.
1: Yeah. All right, my man. Well, remind our listeners where they can get in touch with you on social media before we get on out of here.
0: On Twitter, at SirBrandonV, hashtag VixFlix most up-to-date movie reviews, and of course, at VixFlixPod.
1: And I am at Stony Keeley on Twitter, at Sobros Network on all major social media platforms. You can check out all of our latest work at SobrosNetwork.com. All of our merch is up at Sobroshop.com. You can support the team through Patreon and gain exclusive access to over 200 items of premium content created exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. That's patreon.com slash Sobros Network. Don't forget to subscribe to the Vix Flicks podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you take in your shows. We're out there, baby. Give us a rate and review whenever you have a moment. That's how we get better. And we always want to be better for you guys. For Mr. Big Shot himself, Brandon Vick, I am Big Natural Stoney Keeley. And until next time, You stay classy, moviegoers.